Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new episode. Hey, it's been a minute, I think. I, I don't know, I've actually recorded quite a few episodes, but I haven't put put them out yet. I don't know what's going on, girl. I just, I'm doing a lot these days. Actually, you know what, to be fair, I'm, I'm doing more like work side stuff um, versus like, you know, entertainment stuff. I gotta get back to my Funko unboxings. I just, I've kind of gotten into a slump, I think, recently. Like, not a slump, but I've just been kind of like doing my own thing and I just need to get out of that and start putting out more content. But girl, look, I've been putting out content for years. Not, I mean, obviously not on here. I've only been doing it a few months, but I've been doing it on, in other places for so long that it just gets a little tiring sometimes. Sometimes you need a break, okay? You need a break, all right? Um, anyway, I wanted to talk about the Netflix, uh, like original, whatever, um, R.L. Stein's uh, Fear Street, I think is what it's called, uh, 1994. Uh, so I watched the movie once all the way through, um, and then I watched it like a little bit of it again. And honestly, it was, it was a fairly decent movie. I'll say that I, I really like the opening sequence. Um, I'm not going to give too much away or anything like that. Um, not that it, it's really one of those, it's not really a whodunit, um, because you'll, it's, it's the whole story is about a witch. It's about a witch who cursed a town and in basically, you know, this, this town. Um, so there's, there's shady side. There's, I forgot what the places are called. See, I'm, I'm bad at this. But anyway, there's Shady Side, another side of, of the, and it's actually called Shady Side. Um, Shady Side, uh, another part of it, um, like another part of the town. And then there's like this, this like, uh, I guess, unidentified area, whatever. Um, and basically, throughout the decades, throughout history, you know, bad things are happening in this in this town because of this witch that was burned uh burned alive for being a witch burned at the stake um and so it's it's a really interesting uh movie series um it's gonna be three parts so far we've seen the first part 1994 and honestly i like i said i love the opening sequence it's so it's such a callback to scream which is what i love it's it and and here's the tea about that so i was i was watching this and i was like how did the first five minutes of Fear Street 1994 pay more homage, like better homage to Scream, the first film, than anything in the Scream TV series did. I said what I said. You feel what I'm saying? Like, look, I don't hate the Scream TV series. In fact, we should probably do a whole podcast episode or two or three of those, including all three seasons. Because even though a lot of people don't like season three, I understand the cast was shaken up. Things were changed. I still like season three for what it was. Um, I don't feel like any of the three seasons of Scream felt too much like Scream. Y'all can feel however you want to feel about that. Do I care? No. But, um... I don't. I don't feel like any of the three seasons of Scream felt too much like Scream. And I think a lot of people felt like season three did not feel like Scream at all. Um, It did feel more like a Candyman vibe to me. Obviously, the the, the actor from Candyman was in that. Um, But it did have a different kind of vibe. But like I said, so did the first two seasons. I did not feel like it was too connected to Scream other than the phone calls. That's what really made those... uh, two seasons feel like Scream. That was, and then Emma's like ex-boyfriend, how he died was kind of like, it wasn't Scream, but it was like, as far as like the, the graphicness of it, that's pretty much it. Um, and the fact that he was tied to a chair. So yeah, that, I hated that scene because I, I liked his character and that sucked that he died. I was like, no, but, but you were the cute one. Okay, okay. well, whatever. Kieran's cute too though. There were a few cute guys on that show. I'm not gonna lie. Um, MTV, that you're good at that. You're ca- you're good at casting like attractive people, not necessarily good TV shows and good writing, but whatever. Uh, anyway, so back to Fear Street. So 
yeah, the first five minutes was great. And then after that, like, it kind of slumped a little bit for me. I did like the characters. I did like the, the uh, idea of the story I thought was kind of cool. But I liked the whodunit element of it. And I kind of wish that would have, like stuck around after that first five minutes I know that then but then it would be scream right it, w- it would be totally scream to have to figure out okay well who killed this girl and why um or I thought what it was going to do was inspire another person to do the same thing and that was also not the road that they went down so it was kind of like oh, okay they're doing this other thing over here got it that fine um so basically uh, what happens is <laughs> um our main character and um, her friend Sam um, end up having a falling out. Well, basically they were together and then they end up breaking up. And um, it's kind of hard for our main character to get over Sam. Sam moved to the other side of town and the, these two towns are rivals. So they they have these issues with each other. And um, they're there to basically mourn the, the, the loss of the people that died in the opening sequence the only per- there's only one person that actually gets killed in the old well, two people i guess the killer and the girl um in the opening sequence that died but there it's it's implied other people died i think you see one more body as she's like running through the mall from the killer you see like one more body and it turns out there were like seven people that were killed even though we, we don't see these people that that's what happens um and so anyway uh they're there to like mourn the loss of this this girl our main character is part of the band and um sam is part of the part of the the other school's team so anyway they go meet up with each other we find out that sam is female so they are they are two girls in a lesbian relationship um and it's like well it it's sam i believe is bisexual is what i'm under not that it matters but it's it's what I'm understanding, and she's with a guy on the uh, the uh, football team, or whatever the, whatever team he's on, at her new school, and he's very anti her old relationship, obviously anti the other side of town, um, just very anti. And Sam is trying to basically appease her mother and appease society by not being with this girl again. This is 1994; it's a little bit different. So, um, anyway, so you know. Our main character, who I can't remember her name, is going to give Sam this box of all Sam's stuff. Her and Sam get into some kind of quarrel. And then um, on the field, people from the rival school start fighting. It, it's dumb. And uh, then we cut to Sam, or not Sam, the, the main girl on a bus going on the way home. Sam is in a car behind her uh, with her boyfriend um, and another guy who are like, they're like throwing things at the bus and stuff. And uh, basically... The town is infected with the curse of this witch. So this witch has a way of infecting people, I guess, in different ways. And they end up doing things they wouldn't normally do. So the, our main character gets really upset um, by this car behind them. And she ends up throwing this, like, ice bucket out of the window, which causes the car to veer off the road. And Sam and the boys get into an, an accident. It gets, it gets like, it goes from zero to 100. And uh, Sam ends up, like, basically falling out of the car and she gets this weird vision, like all these visions start coming to her and stuff. And so it seems like she like might have some tie to something dark. Um, we find out that she actually landed, the car landed and Sam landed on the uh, witch's grave and I guess disturbed the witch's slumber. So that was a thing. And that's kind of what ends up causing a lot of the mayhem that comes after that scene. Um, I think Sam like ends up spitting up blood and she spits up her blood on the witch's grave. So now the witch's grave is kind of like we want Sam basically. Um, 
And so she sends out like these henchmen from throughout time uh, to come in and, and kill Sam. And, and basically not, it seems like anyone around her could get killed, but it's, it's mainly just after Sam, which I thought was interesting because in certain scenes, people end up getting killed, even though Sam is like right there. So I'm kind of like, if, if it's after Sam's blood, then why are you going after people who aren't Sam? It, 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 it's weird. You, you'd have to see the movie yourself because, like I said, there's certain scenes I'm like, this person died for no reason then because Sam was right there in the room. All you had to do was go get Sam. But I don't know. Maybe that person was more out of reach than, or she was more out of reach than that person. I don't, I really don't know. Anyway, um, it, it's a really interesting film with a really interesting cast. I was actually bummed by, because you, you get to a point in certain things with some, with some horror films where you're kind of like, okay, I like this character, but they can die. And then when they're in the film long enough, you're like, okay, I like this character. I hope they don't die because they've been in there long enough now that I, I think I can see where the story is going and it might not seem like they're going to die and they end up dying. And you're like, oh, that sucks. Like, but we're in the home stretch. Like, why did you need, but we're, uh, I don't know. It was like that scene. And uh, I know what she did last summer with Sarah Michelle Gillard's character, Helen. She made it so far into the movie. I knew she was going to die, but I was kind of like, she's been in it for so long now and the movie's almost over do we really oh we're gonna oh we're gonna okay <laughs> like okay cool that, yeah that's fine you you had to die anyway you've done she's done enough running and screaming she's she's yeah yeah go ahead i guess um but it's like it's like that thing with randy you know you like randy in the first scream he makes it through so you're like cool randy's part of the game randy's gonna survive and then randy dies in scream too and you're like oh that well that's unfortunate like I liked you now, you know, at first I didn't give a crap, but now I like you. It, it's one of those things. But anyway, it's a, it's a cute movie. And I do think those two actors are going to appear again because I was watching the trailers for uh, 1974, which I think is the next one or 1970, whatever, which I think is coming out this weekend, maybe next week. I'm not sure. And then there's the 1666 one that's coming out, which is the, the, the like origin story one. And I believe one of the actors in this film that dies in this film comes back in that film. And oh, look, there's a, you know, I'm going to actually look, because I'm, I'm actually, coincidentally, I'm actually on Netflix right now. I'm going to watch Resident Evil uh, Infinite Darkness. I want to see what that's about. But uh, I'm actually on it right now, so I can I can take a look for myself and see. Because I, I just want to get their characters' names right, because I know, I know Sam. For whatever reason, I know Sam's name. Um, of course not. Of course, it's not going to tell me. <laughs> anyway, it's it's a fairly decent film. I actually really did like uh, some of it. I it did it did feel a little bit off when I was watching it. I don't know what that was about, but it did feel a little bit off um, in my initial watch. Some of the acting felt a little bit different, but um, you know, and, and that can happen the first time you watch something, but the second time it, it got a little bit better. Um, it did give me a little bit of a Goosebumps vibe. It, it's much darker than Goosebumps, obviously, but it did give me a slight Goosebumps vibe to it. I don't know. I think it was because there were like three different monsters coming after them at one time that it just felt like, okay, this is a little Goosebumpsy, but it's it's fun. It, it's a fun film to watch and I can't wait to see what the other two installments bring to it. But yeah, um, overall, I would say definitely give it a watch if you're looking for something interesting to watch. Um, it does have... Uh, what was that? Was that was it? Scary stories to tell in the dark. It does have that vibe to it, as well. And that, in fact, that might have even what had been had inspired. Sorry, had inspired them to even make this was the success or whatever success that film had, um, possibly making these. Um, but yeah, I would definitely watch that. 
and watch these around the same time. They have the same amount of like spook in them. Um, this is much more of a jump scare movie to me, I think. But yeah, definitely give it a watch and, and check it out. And I can't wait for part two and part three, but I will see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, afternoon, evening, whenever you uh, hear this. And yep, I'm going to be getting back to Disney because I'm doing the whole like uh, Pixar elimination thing, which is really interesting to, to kind of see uh, how people feel about a lot of the newer Pixar films. But yeah, I'll get back to you guys later. Have a great rest of your day. Peace out.